You're listening to Beyond Infinity, your weekly dose of science and technology, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So, John, as we know that uh, Google sort of got broken up a few years ago or combined all the various arms of Google, this massive sort of um, serpentine conglomerate (laughs) that it's become, um, so much more than just a search engine. And one of their big things is AI, as we know, we've talked about. One is kind of using all this engineering and uh, the organization of data and analytics that they're so good at, Mm. as evidenced by, you know, search. Apply that expertise with algorithms to helping with improving healthcare around the world. They've got a division of Alphabet is called Verily, V-E-R-I-L-Y dot com. There's a great website which gives you, um, it's got a video on it and it's got uh, explanations of the sort of things they do. And just quoting from, from their homepage, Verily lives at the intersection of technology, data science and healthcare. Our mission is to make the world's health data useful so that people enjoy healthier lives. Verity is developing tools to collect and organize health data, then creating interventions and platforms that put insights derived from that health data to use for more holistic care management. We have three guiding product design principles. Start with the user, simplify care, and lead on security and privacy. Mm. A great example of this that uh, has actually been in the news for a while, it was reported, I think, late last year on The Verge, and, and I think it's been written up in um, in various papers, scientific yeah. papers and things yeah. like nature.com and, uh, and others have reported this already by analyzing scans which exist in databases mm-hmm. of, of people. So in America, for example, there is a, a database. That, I mean, this is just one database that's been used by by Verily. It's got 300,000 people's scans of their eyes, and in particular, the, the back of the retina, which is called the fundus. It has lots of blood vessels that reflect the body's overall health. So by taking that data of those scans, putting it into a a really smart AI using algorithm, this company, this division of of Google called Verily, is able to accurately deduce data, including an individual's age, blood pressure, and whether or not they smoke. And then that information can be used to predict their risk of suffering a major cardiac event, for example, a heart attack, with approximately the same accuracy as current leading methods, which mm. you know, which use things like blood tests, mm-hmm. where the data it's more expensive to do, it's yep. more invasive. You've mm-hmm. got to you've got to take blood out of someone's arm. You've got to send it off to a lab. It's got to be examined. There's so much more cost yeah. and time. Whereas with this, you can just scan the the, the back of their eye, apply the AI algorithm, mm-hmm. and then using other medical data that's that's out there already. You know, for example. I mean, it might be just a simple trip to your optometrist or ophthalmologist every uh, 12 months, and that would give you a, a health output and basically say, you know, yes, your eyes are healthy in terms of your vision, uh, but you, you might want to speak to your doctor about your blood pressure or there might be other conditions, which this this data might be able to help infer or uh, reverse engineer. Yeah, so, so it's using um, other information. They've got data which which shows, okay, so this is the correlation between smoking and the likelihood of heart attack. This yeah. is the correlation between age and the likelihood of heart attack. So that information is added and taken into account by the AI algorithm yeah. and then added to the 300,000 database they've got yeah. for, of those eye scans. Because machine learning, all it's doing is basically looking at all these images mm. and uh, you enter into the data set and you say, well, here's 50,000 images of eyes and every single one of those have you know high blood pressure, for example. And 
and we know that that's a risk factor in heart attacks. And then the computer has to look at all of that. Uh, then it might compare it against those that don't have high blood pressure. And then it can reverse engineer and actually have you know, information and say, well, based on the 50, we know that uh, you know, what we're seeing in front of us now, that fits into that data set. Therefore, they've got a high blood pressure. So it's just about observing you know, what exists there, which is the data that they've been collecting over years, and then reverse engineering that. That's, that's what machine learning comes down to. It's almost the sort of thing you'd expect a really advanced or a supercomputer to be able to look at a yeah. database, data mine it. But AI is kind of, it's that machine learning thing. It's, it's the ability to kind of to make decisions itself and go deeper and, and make connections which wouldn't be made just through conventional data mining. That's right. You're not, you're not putting a blanket around what the, the data set is. You're just saying, here's the information and here's what we know about it. And therefore, the machine learning can then adopt that and go, all right, well, I know X, Y, Z about it. And I can compare that to patient two and three and four and five. And it can infer then, all right, what well, is it's high blood pressure, which is heart attack, or it's some other condition as well. And they yeah. can check, they can compare the, the results of this, the predictions that it makes about individuals, a conventional way yeah. that they've been doing this for years, because they have been using the, uh, the fundus at the back of the eye on the retina to make predictions about health mm-hmm. for years. They've mm-hmm. known that that was a source of information. This is just the first time that AI has been unleashed on, that, you know, on a database of all the scans to see what it comes up with. There's an accurate correlation between the old ways of, of uh, making a prediction or a prognosis about someone's health yeah. and uh, the results that this algorithm is getting. One of the real benefits of this is that you can you save all that time of not having to wait for the blood test results and you can apply it in the third world. So you can you can go to, to places which are underserviced by doctors. You can literally use this, you can use an eye scan to make predictions about you know what their, what their health needs mm. might be. Mm. And that then aids in, in uh, you know, allocating resources and, and galvanizing government yeah. or private industry, private hospitals and the like to act in a suitable way to meet the needs of, of patients. They are even saying that uh, AI could be a new paradigm for scientific discovery. With enough data, it's hoped that artificial intelligence can create entirely new medical insight without human direction. And this is one of the reasons why AI is being invested in so heavily by Google uh, and it's creating initiatives like the uh, Project Baseline study, uh, which is collecting exhaustive medical records of 10,000 individuals over the course of four years. And, And that's to to understand correlations even better and apply yeah. it not just to eye scans, to apply it to more holistic information that's gathered in really d- big detail about a large body of people, 10,000 people. Well, some of the other projects that Verily are working on, there's mm. a smart lens program, they've got a study watch, and and I think they've also got a, a miniaturized CGM, uh, which is continuous glucose monitor. The way I see this working is that they've, they've focused their energy into a specific area. For example, you know, we've been talking about eyes and uh, and cardiovascular issues but they've also going down a different path as well which is diabetics with the constant glucose monitoring and and others there's there's many projects that they're working on and so the way i see it is once they've got uh, a firm hold in these carriers then the machine learning will look at the overall and then go well how can we you know how can we compare the data sets to each other what information do we need to get Maybe it's a, you know, a monitor on the skin in addition to that. And then what can we infer from that? And so all of this will sort of fold in together uh, and there'll be one machine learning program that's going to digest all of this information. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole bunch of projects that Verily is doing. You've just mentioned one. 
and they're working with industry partners. So they um, they go to the private sector often, they, they raise venture capital to support these projects under the Verily banner, and then they, they tend to partner up with an existing player that's got expertise yep. in a particular area. So they're working with Dexcom to reduce barriers to uh, the use of continuous glucose monitors for people with diabetes. They've got a smart lens program. They're um, partnering with a subsidiary called Alcon, part of um, Novartis, to build wireless microelectronics capabilities into ocular devices for applications including accommodative vision correction and uh, improvements in vision quality after cataract surgery. I mean, this is the sort of thing that, um, you know, bionic eyes are part of where this could be yep. leading. Google Glass, you know, you can see all the sort of tie-ins yeah. for Google. Yep. You know, there's there's things that they, there's commercial applications that could spin off out of this. It's and that's not why just they're involved. About, absolutely. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're a company that's got deep pockets and they've got that expertise in analysing and sorting data and applying AI now to that. Yes. So, you know, AI kind of... I think it has to be said has, has, has kind of had a bit of a bad rap because of because of old films really like the Terminator <laughs> and Skynet and we've kind of been part of that yeah. um, sort of programming that those traditional ideas about AI have engendered in you know a lot of people around the world a lot of sort of laymen if you like and commentators there are dangers some of those might be uh, AI powered robots and drones and, and soldiers that mm-hmm. make decisions themselves about whether to kill or not that's that's a scary future yeah. that's Skynet from yes. from the Terminator. But Things like Verily's projects where they're, uh, they're analysing the back of your eye to make predictions about your health and thereby saving a whole bunch of time and money and getting the same sort of outcomes, the mm-hmm. same sort of accuracy, that's a huge benefit of AI. Yes. That's, not a, yes. that's not a weakness. That's not something to fear. That's something to embrace. But it's not something that's going to be available tomorrow. It could actually take uh, many years for this kind of thing to be you know, with any doctors. That's check right. Yeah. Look, they are saying that you know, you're not going to replace doctors. This is going to augment the skills yes. of doctors, that it'll be several decades that they're predicting before it's likely that you could actually just go and see, see a robot or, or look into your phone and uh, and the, the camera on your phone scans your eyes and maybe the, the you know the watch that we're, that you're wearing which is taking blood pressure readings and your pulse and mm-hmm. stuff all that data is being aggregated and that is something that's happening smartphones are now becoming sort of medical devices as well for mm-hmm. monitoring uh, human health and fitness and all that sort of stuff so it's decades away before we get rid of doctors and we probably never will anything that's kind of requires rote learning is vulnerable to AI. AI. We've of talked about this. Yes. Analyzing scans of an eye. Well, an ophthalmologist just doing that one job can be replaced by AI. Yes. A person who's picking fruit off a tree, it's actually harder to automate that job mm-hmm. than it is to automate scanning. You need to be scanning. more dexterous. Yeah, yeah you, physically it's, it's a more complex task. Yeah. So AI is not going to wipe out every job under the sun, but it is going to fine-tune existing professions. It's not all bad. It's not just Skynet. I think there's a very exciting future as well, as long as we don't let the let things go too crazy. As long build rules into it which yeah. means that you know protect all use it in constructive yeah, ways exactly. use it in ways that genuinely help the human condition thanks for listening we'd love you to review us on itunes it's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast and don't forget to follow us on social media beyond infinity rppfm on facebook or infinity rpp on twitter